Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memory of Ram Goldhai and today Mazakas Nazir Daf Yid Gimel the second parakarini Nazir. So the three times we're going to focus on number one. The next mission discusses cases of one who declares to be a Nazir when he's a child. It then states Hipila Ishto if his wife lost the child, meaning it died within a month and its viability at birth is unknown. The Tanakhama says he's not a Nazir. The more explains that this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda on Daf Chesamadalov, who holds that a person would not enter himself into a doubtful Naziris. Rabbi Shimon, who holds he might be a Nazir if the child was viable, offers a solution to this doubtful Nazir. He should say, if the child was viable, I'm already a Nazir by obligation of my initial declaration, and if it was not, I'm now a Nazir voluntarily. This ensures that he's a definite Nazir regardless of the status of the child, and he can bring his karbanas at the end of his term. Rabbi Abba asked Rav Huna if he was makdish animals for his karbanas after the child died, and his wife then gave birth to its healthy twin, would that indicate that the first child was also fully developed, making him a Nazir such that even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that the hektish of the carbon was effective? Although they cannot be brought, they would be prohibited to be sheared or worked. The question is left unresolved. Point number two, Ben Rechumi asked the Baya, if one said, Harini Nazir Kshayeli Ben, I'm a Nazir when I have a son, and his friend heard and said, and upon me as well, what is the halacha? Does this declaration refer to the words of the first, meaning that he will also be a Nazir when the first has a son, or refer to himself, meaning that he also accepts to be a Nazir when he himself has a son? If we assume the latter, what if he instead says, Va'ani, and I? Does this term also refer to himself, or does he mean, I love you as much as yourself, and I accept Naziris when you have a son? If you'll say that whenever he speaks before his friend, he's embarrassed to declare Naziris for his own child rather than the first person's, what if one declares to be a Nazir when someone else has a son, and a second person says, and I as well? The question remains unresolved. And point with you, the next mission teaches that if one said, Harini Nazir and Nazir Kshayeli Ben, I am a Nazir and again a Nazir when I have a son, and he began his own term and then had a son, he first completes his term and shaves and brings his karbanas, and then counts his son's term. If he said, I'm a Nazir when I have a son and again a Nazir, and he began his term and then had a son, he leaves his term and counts his son's term since it was declared first, and afterwards completes his own term. Here he does not shave at the end of his son's term, if fewer than 30 days remain of his own term, because he cannot shave for his own term for a hair growth shorter than 30 days. So once again, the three points are number one. The next mission discusses cases of one who declares to be a Nazir when he has a child. It then states, If his wife lost the child, meaning it died within a month and its viability at birth is unknown, the Tanakhama says he's not a Nazir. The more explains that this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda on Dav Chesamadalov, who holds that a person would not enter himself into a doubtful Naziris. Rabbi Shimon, who holds he might be a Nazir if the child was viable, offers a solution to this doubtful Nazir. He should say, if the child was viable, I'm already a Nazir by obligation of my initial declaration, and if it was not, I'm now a Nazir voluntarily. This ensures that he's a definite Nazir regardless of the status of the child, and he can bring his karbanas at the end of his term. Rabbi Abba asked Rav Huna if he was makdish animals for his karbanas after the child died, and his wife then gave birth to its healthy twin, would that indicate that the first child was also fully developed, making him a Nazir such that even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that the hektish of the carbon was effective? Although they cannot be brought, they would be prohibited to be sheared or worked. The question is left unresolved.
Point number two, Ben Rukumi asked the Baya. If one said, Harini Nazuk Sheli Ben, I'm a Nazar when I have a son. And his friend heard and said, and upon me as well, what is the halacha? Does this declaration refer to the words of the first, meaning that he will also be a Nazar when the first has a son, or refer to himself, meaning that he also accepts to be a Nazar when he himself has a son? If we assume the latter, what if he instead says, Va'ani, and I? Does this term also refer to himself, or does he mean, I love you as much as yourself, and I accept Naziris when you have a son. If you'll say that whenever he speaks before his friend, he's embarrassed to declare Naziris for his own child rather than the first person's, what if one declares to be a Nazir when someone else has a son, and a second person says, and I as well? The question remains unresolved. And point with you, the next mission teaches that if one said, Harini Nazir Nazir Kshieli Ben, I am a Nazir and again a Nazir when I have a son, and he began his own term and then had a son, he first completes his term and shaves and brings his karbanas, and then counts his son's term. If he said, Harini Nazir Kshieli Ben, the Nazir, I'm a Nazir when I have a son, and again a Nazir, and he began his term and then had a son, he leaves his term and counts his son's term since it was declared first, and afterwards completes his own term. Here he does not shave at the end of his son's term, if fewer than 30 days remain of his own term, because he cannot shave for his own term for a hair growth shorter than 30 days. All right, so now we go to Simadav Yud Gimel, and our standard Simon is a bar mitzvah boy, a bar mitzvah boy. So here it goes. The hairy bar mitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. And his father had said, and upon me as well, and then thanked his father for interrupting his own Naziris. When he was born. Once again, slow motion. The hairy bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must more duff, you'd gimel. The hairy bar mitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. Which reminds us, the next mission discusses cases of one who declares to be a Nazar when he has a child. It then states, ishto, if his wife lost the child, meaning it died within a month and his viability at birth is unknown, the Tanakhama says he is not a Nazar. The more explains that this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that a person would not enter himself into a doubtful Nazirus. Rabbi Shimon offers a solution to this doubtful Nazar in terms of what he can say to ensure that he's a definite Nazar regardless of the status of the child. So the hairy bar mitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. And his father had said, and upon me as well, which reminds us, which reminds us, Ben Rokhumi asked the boy, if one said, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, and his friend heard and said, and upon me as well, what is the halacha? Adiburi mashma, agufi mashma. Does this declaration refer to the words of the first, meaning that he'll also be a Nazar when the first has a son, or refer to himself that he also accepts to be a Nazar when he himself has a son? The question is left unresolved. So the Harry Barmitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. And his father had said, and upon me as well. And then thanked his father for interrupting his own Naziras when he was born. Which reminds us, if he said, Harini Nazar Kshayli Ben, but Nazar, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, and again a Nazar. And he began his term and then had a son, he leaves his term and counts his son's term since it was declared first and afterwards completes his own term.
So once again, the Harry Bar Mitzvah boy shared the moving story about how his father heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar when I have a son, not knowing the child would die within the first month. And his father had said, and upon me as well, and then thanked his father for interrupting his own Naziris when he was born. All right, so now it's time for four Brabach Hazara. Daftes, so the symbol Daftes is a teapot. So here goes. So once again, it's slow motion. The old lady with the long gray hair is sipping tea, tea. That must be on Daftes. Teapot. The old lady with the long gray hair is sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she has a nazira from dried figs, which reminds us, if one said, I'm a nazir from dried figs or from breast figs, neither of which are forbidden by naziras, Beishamay say he becomes a nazir, Beishilah say he does not. The Gemara asks why Beishamay would consider this a valid declaration of naziras, and explains that Beishamay holds like Rabbi Meir, who says, a person does not express his words for nothing. Therefore, since his declaration at face value would be meaningless, we reinterpret it as a declaration to be a nazar, followed by an attempt to retract by adding from figs. So the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley, which reminds us, it more brings a mission from Menachas, which states, if one says, Hari alai mincha lahavi mina saorim, it's upon me to bring a mincha from barley, which must be brought from wheat, yavi mina chitim, he must bring one from wheat. Rabbi Shimon exempts him from bringing anything, so he's nadav kederach hamisnadvim, because he did not donate in the way of donors. He holds that since the neder is meaningless as is, because one cannot vow to bring a mincha, a barley, it's invalid and not reinterpreted. The Gemara who the Tanakama is who obligates the vow in a normal mincha. Chizki initially explains that it's Beishamah who said that a declaration of Naziris from figs, which is equally meaningless, nevertheless renders him a Nazir. So the old lady with the long gray hair sipping tea and bragging to her friends that she's a Nazira from dried figs was outdone by her friend who said she had vowed to bring a mincha from barley. And when she was informed of her mistake, said if she had known, she would have vowed to bring a mincha from wheat, which reminds us, Rabbi Yochan disagrees with Chizki and says that the Tanakama can agree with Beis Hillel. The cases where the vow was said afterwards, If I would have known that one cannot vow like that, meaning bringing a mincha from barley, I would not have vowed like that way, rather like this, meaning from wheat, which is the correct netter. This plausible explanation is accepted and his netter is thus valid. Daf Yud, so the symbol Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must be on Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin, who did not know what to do with the very hairy and lazy cow, which kept saying, I am a Nazar if I stand up, which reminds us, the next mission states, if one said, Amra par Zoharini Nazira, email medicine, this cow says, I'm a Nazar if I stand up, or this door says, I'm a Nazar if I'm open, Beishamay say he is a Nazar, and Beishil say he is not. Rami Barham explains that the mission is discussing a cow lying before him, and the person said to himself, this cow thinks it cannot get up, I'm a Nazar from its meat if it gets up on its own, meaning, in this imaginary statement, that the cow wishes it could get up, and that someone should become a Nazar from its meat if it succeeds, and it stood up on its own. So the minion of Yin who did not know what to do with a very hairy and lazy cow which kept saying, I'm a Nuzzer if I stand up, watches a man holding figs and meat walk right past the door that wouldn't open, which reminds us, the Gemara explains why the Mishnah need to teach multiple cases of the figs, meat, and door. So the minion of Yin who did not know what to do with a very hairy and lazy cow which kept saying, I'm a Nuzzer if I stand up, Watch as a man holding figs and meat walk right past a door that wouldn't open, and said about the cow, I'm a nuzzer if it does not stand up, and to his surprise, the cow suddenly stood up, 
on its own, which reminds us, Rub objects to Rami Barakama's interpretation based on the language of the Mishnah, and finally explains it's a case where he said, I'm a Nazar from its meat if it does not stand up, and it stood up on its own. Beishamai hold the man's intent is to stand it up with his hands, and he did not, so he's a Nazar, since Beishamai additionally hold that a declaration of Nazirs from meat is effective. Beishel disagreed and said that his intent was that it merely should stand up, which it did. Daf Yudolf, so the Simran Daf Yudolf is stars like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The drunk who thought he was seeing 11 hairy stars, 11 hairy stars, that must be more Duff Yudolf, stars. The drunk who thought he was seeing 11 hairy stars over his head and told his friends who were pouring him another cup, I'm a Nazar from it, which reminds us that if a cup was offered to a drunk and he declared Nazir's from it, his intent is assumed to be merely a netter from that cup. The Gemara asks why he did not say so and explains that he thinks that if he'll make a netter from that cup, they'll apply him with others. So instead, he declares Nazir's to stop them completely, although he only means a netter. So the drunk who thought he was seeing 11 hairy stars over his head and told his friends who were pouring him another cup, I am a Nazar from it, and then in slurred speech said, I'm a Nazar on condition. I drink wine, which reminds us. The next mission teaches, if one said, I'm a Nazar on condition I may drink wine, or that I may become tummy from the dead, he is a Nazar and forbidden in all of them, and his condition is ineffective. If he said, I know that there is Nazirs, but I didn't know that a Nazir is forbidden in wine, he is forbidden in wine as an ordinary Nazir. But Rabbi Shim permits him in wine and does not consider him a Nazir, because he holds in Dav Gimel that all prohibitions must be accepted to affect Nazirs. So the drunk who thought he was seeing 11 hairy stars over his head, and told his friends who were pouring him another cup, I'm a Nazir from it, and then in slurred speech said, I'm a Nazir on condition, I drink wine, got excited when he heard his friend say, I'm a Nazar, and it's also upon me to shave a Nazar, and he responded, and I, and upon me to shave a Nazar. Which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, if one said, Hareini Nazar, Nazar, I'm a Nazar, and it's also upon me to shave a Nazar, meaning to provide his components, which enable him to shave at the end of his term, and his friend heard and said, and I, and upon me to shave a Nazar, if they are smart, they shave each other, meaning they provide each other's kabbanas, and if not, they shave other nazirim. Daf Yud Beis, so the similar Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The eldest of the 12 hairy brothers, 12 hairy brothers, that must be on Daf Yud Beis, 12 brothers. The eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women, because he sent the Shaliach to be Makadish woman, without specifying anyone, which reminds us, Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yosef said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Omer If one says to a Shaliach, go and be Makadish woman for me, without specifying anyone, He's forbidden to all the women in the world as possible relatives of his unidentified wife. Because we say, It's presumed that a Shaliach performs his Shalichos, and anyone may be his wife. So, the eldest of that twelve hairy brothers who was forbidden to all women, because he sent the shliach to be Makadish a woman without specifying anyone, made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives, except for a divorced sister who was married at the time. He appointed the shliach, which reminds us, Rabbi teaches Rabbi Yochanan agrees that a woman with no living relatives is permitted to the man in the above case because she cannot have become forbidden to him through whichever woman he married. He adds that this is so even if she has a sister who was married when he appointed the shliach and was subsequently divorced and eligible for marriage. The more explains Rabbi's reasoning, A person can only 
appoint a shliach for that which he himself can do presently. But for that which he cannot himself do presently, he cannot appoint a shliach, even if he becomes able after the appointment. So the eldest of the twelve hairy brothers, who was forbidden to all women, because he sent a shliach to be Makadish of women without specifying anyone, made a big engagement party when he finally got engaged to the woman who had no relatives, except for a divorced sister who was married at the time he appointed the shliach, and got annoyed with his two youngest hairy brothers who made a mess of the party playing, it's upon me to shave. Half a nazir, which reminds us, the next mission states, Hari nazir. If one said it's upon me to shave half a nazir, Rabbi says, nazir shalom. This one must shave a complete nazir, and this one must shave a complete nazir. The Chachamim say, nazir. Nazir. This one shaves half a nazir, and this one shaves half a nazir. Rabbi holds the first segment obligates them, employ providing a nazir's kabbanis, and the second segment cannot undo that based on his position elsewhere. The toughest Russian Rishon give prime to the first phrase. The Chum say the second phrase clarifies the meaning of the first. Alright, so now we conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which step do we discuss a case where a cow will not get up and it's as if it's saying, I'm a nuzzer if I stand up? That's on Duff. Good. Good. Number two, which step do we discuss a case where one said, I'm a nuzzer when I have a son and his friend heard and said, and upon me as well? That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good. Number three. Which of the have once said, I'm a nuz like the hairs on my head. He has endless Nazir's terms, since hair cannot practically be counted as opposed to days, which can. That's on Duff. Zion. Good. Number four. Which Duff? Do we have Because if two people each say it's upon me to shave half a Nazir, would they each have to shave a complete Nazir? That's on Duff. Yud base. Good number five. Which of the one? If one says, I'm a nuz when I have a son, and again a nuzzer, and he began his term and then had a son, he leaves his term and counts his son's term, since it was declared first. That's on Duff. Yud Gimel. Good number six. Which of the one? If one said, I'm a nuzzer, and it's also upon me to shave a nuzzer, and his friend heard and said, and upon me to shave a nuzzer, if they're smart, they shave each other. That's on Duff. Yidav. Good number seven. Which stuff do we is whether one who says it's a mommy to bring a mincha from barley. Good number seven. Which stuff do we is whether one who says it's a to bring a mincha from barley. It's chayv to bring a mincha from wheat. That's on daf. Test. Good number eight. Which stuff do we the Rav said that the cow cases where the man said, I'm a nazar if the cow stands up and the cow stood up. That's on daf. Yud. Good number nine. Which of them when the one who declares being a nuzzer when he is a child, if his wife lost the child, the tana come and says he is not a nuzzer, that's on Dav. Yud. Good. And number ten. Which of them the man who told the Shulia to go and be Makaj a woman for him would be permitted to the woman with no relatives and even a divorced sister who was married at the time of his appointing a Shuliach. That's on Dav. Yud base. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zirchu wishing you a great day and great learning.